It is seven minutes now before four o'clock. We're in conversation next with Sean Brokenshaw, a music guru. Tributes continue to pour in for Tina Turner, the rock and roll icon who passed away at the age of 83 in a career spending over 50 years. Turner won eight competitive Grammy Awards and as a star on both the Hollywood Walk of Fame and the St. Louis Walk of Fame. She was diagnosed with intestinal cancer in 2016 and received a kidney transplant in 2017. Joining us now to reflect on the life and some of the finest moments of the queen of rock and roll, Sean Brokenshaw, now joining us on the line. Sean, good afternoon. Thank you so much for making time for us. The song that's playing in the background, Nat Bush, City Limits. Yeah, good place to start. Hello, Aldrin. How are you doing? I'm well, I'm well. Uh, Thank you so much for making time for us. Your reflections yeah, on the song? Well, it's a perfect song to start with because it's a song that describes her childhood. And it's a song that she wrote. Now, let me just let me tell you why. She was born Annie May Bullock. Yeah. She was born in a tiny little place called Nutbush, which, um, if you listen to the lyrics of the song, it actually, it actually says that. You know, no, no motorcycles are allowed in town and that sort of thing, despite the city limits thing. Mm-hmm. But it's near Brownsville and it's in Tennessee. And she came from very humble origins. I mean, she came from a cotton-picking family, a family that was not prepared to have children. Uh, when she was 11, her mother uh, could, just could not take the pressure and absconded and went off to St. Louis. Her dad lasted two more years and then he also disappeared. She was raised by relatives most of the time, and she had to work as a domestic worker uh, to make ends meet. When she was 16, her and her sister, older sister, went off to St. Louis and to reconnect with her mother, and they were immediately drawn to the nightlife. I mean, these were country girls, and they they went to all those spots, and one of the hottest performers in town was Ike Turner with his Soul Review. Now, he uh, his King of Rhythm Soul Review, to give it the full title, uh, but it was actually her, Tina, that made the first move on Ike. It mm. wasn't the other way around because she was desperate to sing with the band and she was captivated by this guy. Um, and she kept on pestering him and it was after about a year that he allowed her to sing in the interval. And she was an absolute sensation. She joined Ike's... Yeah, sorry, carry on. No, 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 it's fine. You can go ahead. You can go ahead. She joined Ike's review... Uh, he also fell for her. They would end up getting married. That ended very badly. I'll touch on that just now. Mm-hmm. But um, she suddenly was a sensation. First of all, St. Louis, and then it spread. And uh, it, two years later, from being hired as a backing vocalist, she was the lead vocalist, and it was the Ike and Tina review. And uh, that's how you know how successful mm-hmm. she was in a very short period of time. This led to her getting a lot of work with other musicians as well as a session musician. And uh, things seemed to be going very well. Uh, then she got to the 70s and things just started unraveling. Well, that started unraveling with Ike. Yeah. Because Ike, Ike had serious drug habits, which got worse. He was also not above larceny, which would get him sent to prison for most of his adult life after his marriage to Tina. Um, and he was abusive. It was mm. He was cruel. He was physically abusive. And she was also stuck in the stereotype of, um, you know, she sang what was regarded by uh, R&B radio stations as being rock and roll. It was regarded by the white mainstream radio stations as being R&B. And they would not play anything that didn't get to the the top 10, the Billboard top 10 R&B charts. And so she was just not played. 
So she moved to, that's one of the reasons she moved to Europe. But things fell apart at Ike really badly. 1974, uh, ugly public fight, starting in an aeroplane, ending in a taxi cab. She got out the taxi cab with 36 cents and a credit card. That's all she owned in the world. And she just picked herself up. She uh, reconstructed her life. Uh, she became a Buddhist. She moved to Europe. She started in a movie called Tommy with the Who as the Acid Queen. And she released an album, which Mark Knopfler had a lot to do with, called Private Dancer. And she was finally on the road in Europe. Now, uh, her earlier brush with fame had ended in bitterness and, and actually great hurt for both her and Phil Spector. It was River Deep Mountain High. Which, in my opinion, is probably one of the greatest songs of all, all time, which only got to number three in the UK and 88 in the USA. Disgraceful. But moving on with Tina Turner, she did not give up. You know, she just... That same spirit that you saw on stage, that energy, that dynamism, that um, drawing from some sort of primal need to entertain people, uh, also kept her going in her life. And she picked up her career, and it soared from the mid-70s yeah. onwards. Uh, and she just had all of it. Yeah. Sure, sure, so, sorry, Sean, I just have to come in there. Um, so, yeah. so there's this whole thing around also the name, right? She's born anime, but then the name changes to Tina Turner, and it's a name that um, Ike had given her. And then, of course, there was that whole battle over the name itself. And one thing that stuck in my mind this morning when I heard about her passing on was like, if there's going to be a tombstone, what name is going to be on that tombstone? Is it going to be anime or is it going to be Tina Turner? Um, I, she liked being called Tina. Yeah. And she liked being called Tina from her childhood because she was a big fan of Sheena, Queen of the Jungle. Mm. And Tina rhymes with Sheena. So uh, every right to have Tina on her tombstone. Uh, but the... Um, you know, and obviously it's her married name, Turner. Yeah. So there can be no dispute about her name whatsoever. It's what she enjoyed being called. She did get married later. She didn't take her husband's name. Mm. And uh, as a closing, um, what would you say to fans of Tina Turner right now? I would say to fans of Tina Turner that she represented far more than just uh, what's obvious. She, uh, the obvious is the greatest and most dynamic female soul performer on stage of all time. That's beyond dispute. And all the hits and all the movies and all of that. But what we get from Tina Turner is she was a survivor. She was brave. She was true. She was humble. And she eventually got there in the end on her own strength, digging down inside herself. And that is a, that is a legacy that exceeds music, that exceeds the Thunderdome, far beyond that. Thank you so much for your time. Sean Brokenshaw, the music guru, and of course back in, uh, was it uh, 2020, where the, uh, the school that she went to in Tennessee was turned into a museum in dedication to the life and career of this legendary icon. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide.